Hey guys, and welcome back to the Black Sheep Tober. Okay, yeah, that was too, <laughs> was a little too much excited there. Hey guys, welcome back to the Black Sheep Tober. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back to Black Sheep Tober. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, as we said, spam last the time, comments with Black Sheep Tober down below. Hashtag <laughs> Black Sheep Tober. <laughs> Uh, yeah, as we said last time, we're doing uh, all like creepy episodes for the uh, month of October. We got the red lights on. Y'all already know what's up. If you're listening, you can't you see know. the red lights, but you just know that they're there. Just feel the vibe. Feel the red vibes. Vi- red vibes. Red lights. <laughs> red lights around you. Red light also, vibes. We're drinking red blood. drinks. Red blood. Mix champagne with the blood. <laughs> Um, comment down below what you think that is that we're drinking. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, today we have a very exciting episode as well. Every episode is going to be exciting. This is how we're going to introduce every single episode. Yeah. So this, this time around, guys, we got a really exciting one. It's so fucking exciting. It it's even more exciting than any of the other ones. Yes. And every then, time. And then every, yeah, every time. It's just it's more just, and more exciting. It's just uh, exponential the excitement um, um yeah go ahead Liza but yeah like we said we are going to be doing um like spooky episodes every episode this month for Halloween well for October but um today we're going to be talking about basically crazy things scary things um true crime cases just things that have happened on halloween day over the years in the past um yeah uh i don't know i just find it super interesting and we both love true crime and these are true stories Mm -hmm. that have happened so it's not like you know someone just made these up these are actually like cases that have happened over time um and we just thought it was super fitting to uh, incorporate that into Black Sheep Tober. Yes. Uh, so that's what we're going to be doing today in this episode. Yeah. Um, we came up with the idea just because, like, all these, like, weird things that, like, happened is, like, still, mm-hmm. like, very disturbing and, like, just scary out of the... I mean, just it is scary. On its own. On its own. But, like, now it's, like this also happened on october 31st halloween so it's just like yeah just kind of adds into like that eerie kind of like i don't know urban legend of like halloween itself just Mm -hmm. like creepy shit happening on halloween so we think it's interesting and we got some stuff written down Um, but before we get into that oh uh weekly check-in we didn't (laughs) we had no weekly check-in last time yeah um weekly check-in weekly check-in you got a fucking ear piercing without me you freaking bitch yeah, guys, I got my first ear piercing. I've never had an ear piercing before. It's my first one. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got my... Uh, when did you first get your ears pierced? I was like 14, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you go by yourself? Who'd you go with? I went with you, remember? And then they were like, okay, no, we can't. We need a parental guardian. Because I was like, but she's 18. And they're oh. like, no, we need your parents. Wow, that was lame. That was pretty lame. So I had to go with my dad. Uh, but this one, I got it recently, like two days ago. I got my seconds pierced. I don't know if you can see the camera. Is that what it's called? Seconds? Seconds. Thirds, fourths. Thirds, fourths. But yeah, this one's a second. That's what they called it. They're like, oh, you you just wanted to copy pierced? me because I have two. I thought you had three. No, I have two. My mom That's has- why I wanted to go. When he was like, oh, I want to go get my ears pierced again. I was like, dude, yeah, like let's go together because I want to also get my ears pierced. I thought you said you wanted a tattoo. So you want to get your ears pierced? Well, I want to get a piercing. 
Oh, cartilage. Yeah. Well, I want to get my cartilage pierced. Well, here's the thing. Like and, I or or a third one. I was like, I mean, why not? Oh, well, we could have gotten our second and a third together because yeah. I also want to give my but cartilage. Obviously, you just don't give a fuck. Because <laughs> like I also want to give my cartilage pierced, so we can get our cartilage pierced at the same time, if you want. Okay. Yeah, we'll go do it's that. It's just the problem was like I don't want. Then we'll be like even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> like the problem was like I don't want like three ear piercings healing at the same time. Like I feel mm. like two was already like oh fuck like. Yeah. And there's also like a story like the. It was two days ago now because I got them pierced like three days ago. So two days of the morning after, I woke up and everything was fine. But then like I have long hair now. So like I just like went through like this like in the morning. Oh. Like, I just do that. And I went like this and I was like my my hand just like got caught in my hair. And uh-huh. I was like what the fuck's going on? And then all of a sudden I felt like my hair was like stuck to my ear. And then my hair was like stuck to like my chin. Oh <laughs> no! Oh no! And I was like, "Oh god, this is gonna be disgusting. It's gonna be just a bunch of blood everywhere." Blood and pus and. Well, it was just blood, oh. but. <laughs> but I looked in the mirror, and yeah, like, my ear was just like full, like it came up to like up to here, like and just blood everywhere. What? Oh shit! I shouldn't be touching. Is that normal? Hands. Yeah, I was like, I don't know if that's normal or not, but I looked it up the next day and said it's normal for your ear to bleed um you know during like those first few days that you get mm. it but they're like if it continues bleeding abnormally like for that much then <laughs> yeah, you should probably then get it checked normal. out yeah but supposedly it's normal so um, you haven't bled ever since no i haven't okay. like this morning is everything was fine but yeah and i had like a little like you know two inch diameter of like just a little pool of blood Ew. on my pillow it's pretty gross it's, but then i had it was go, only like, on one side yeah because i slept on my right side oh, so i think like it was just like the irritation or it or yeah something. it was just the irritation like it wasn't like oh it's infected because, yeah. like, what they said was, like, grab a clean, um, well, they gave me, like, this pamphlet or whatever. And I read the pamphlet and it said, like, grab a clean shirt mm-hmm. and, like, you know, before you go to sleep, put it, like, under your pillow. So, like, you have a little bit of cushion in between the pillow and your earring. Mm-hmm. But I didn't do that because I was, like, fuck, I don't need that. I'm, like, a fucking pussy. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it started bleeding everywhere. It was disgusting. Nice. Like, everything was, like, a bunch of blood <laughs> crusted everywhere. It was Ew. really gross. I feel like these down here, well, I don't know. It's probably the same everywhere on the ear, or no? I, I was like, uh, do you think these heal faster than, mm-hmm. like, up here, probably? That's what they told me. Well, they told me that the, the earrings, well, they said ear piercings heal the fastest out of everything else. Mm. But I imagine these ones would heal or wait, I don't know, cause there's like there's a lot of meat down here by the yeah. earlobe, and like up here lobe. it's kind of just I mean, it's just cartilage. Yeah, so it's more. Maybe it'll heal faster. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? But yeah, but let's yeah. go together. I definitely want to go do that. I also want to get tattoos, cause uh, my brother has never wanted a tattoo in his life, but yeah, recently he's been saying that maybe you know he'll dibble dabble get a tattoo, fuck around. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and I, know. I was like, okay, well we should go get tattoos and then get our ears pierced or whatever, but. Yeah, he decided to go get his fucking ears pierced. He just sent me a fucking Snapchat, just casually. Oh, I got ears pierced. I was like, "Fuck you, bitch." She just sent me an emoji yeah. with the middle finger. I was <laughs> I like, "Wow, just, okay." I just sent him a middle finger emoji. <laughs> no, but did it hurt? I mean, it wasn't like the first time I got. Don't judge me. I mean, I was fourteen years old, but I got my ears pierced at Claire's. <laughs> and then, like, they have a gun. Like, they have a punching gun, and oh, like yeah. people that are ear piercing, like extraordinary as whatever like that's bad for you and then they also say like um just clairs in general like is not 
very clean or something. I don't know. Like, they have a problem with clay or something. not the piercings. best. Yeah. So, like, just go to a piercing shop or whatever. And I went to right. a piercing shop. <clears throat> and so, like, I mean, it kind of hurt. Like, I mean, I'm not. <laughs> did they just, like, stick a needle through there or some shit? I don't know what they did. Honestly. Oh, you weren't even, you can't even see. No, what they, they laid me down, like, on this thing. Oh, dang. And then the, she was just, like, well, she, like, marked it first. And, like, mm-hmm. she was, like, how far away space do you want it or whatever? And I was, like, yeah. Like, you know, I just wanted to be, like, <laughs> to look good. Like, you know. Yeah. And so we just did that, and then she just laid me down, and then she, I don't know if she did it with a needle, because I didn't feel, like, a needle, and then come out, and then, like, put the earring in, I just felt, like, one swift motion, so I think she just might have done it with just this. Stop. I swear, dude, I think that's how they did it. Okay, comment down below if that's normal. Yeah, well, I don't know how. To just pierce someone's ear with the earring, is that what you're saying that you think (laughs) happened? I think that that's that's what happened. (laughs) Oh, wait. No, because, like, she put a clamp on my earring. Uh, my ear, sorry. She put a clamp on my ear. Okay. So, like, they just clamped it. I guess, yeah, she just forced the earring in with the clamp. <laughs> I don't I know. I think that's what happened. Let me know, guys. <laughs> that's crazy. Okay. But it, I mean, it, wasn't, it didn't feel good. Like, <laughs> it didn't hurt that bad, honestly. She oh, just would, like, breathe in and then breathe out. When I was breathing out, I was like, Poof. And nice. it wasn't, like, like, you know, she was struggling. It just. It felt a little pop. Yeah. But yeah, I'm down. Let's go together and we'll record it and we'll show you guys for the podcast. Should we? Yeah, we'll record it okay. and just like put it in the video version. We'll record you being a little bitch. <laughs> um, How's but your week? yeah, my week has been fine. Um, I thought I would be a little bit hungover today because mm. last mm. night you I went that, out guys? with some of my girlfriends and we drank a little bit and stuff. But I feel pretty fucking good today. Do you usually get hungover? Um, sometimes I do. It's only when I like mix like different alcohol and I'm just like, okay, I'm going to go crazy today, you know? But yesterday, no, we just took like a few shots of tequila Mm -hmm. and yeah, we didn't like mix with anything. So like it wasn't too bad. Okay. So usually I would say most of the time I don't get hungover. Like yeah. Most of the time, I'm good. But when I do get hangovers, oh, my gosh, so bad. <laughs> I can hate it. I remember, like, your friend. I'm not going to say which one. Oh. No, it's not, it's not <laughs> anything salty, but she said, like, she said she's never been hungover before. Oh, wait, who was it? I'm trying to think now. The one that. We'll let her start with. A. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean... Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, she said she's never been hungover, but then she has, actually, like, recently. Oh, okay. Recently. I think she's been hungover twice recently and it's like really bad for her like (laughs) yeah so yeah that's funny though but other than that my week's been good nothing new just chilling trying to still see like i've been ordering a bunch of like um like furniture little extra things that i need for my apartment and stuff trying Mm -hmm. to get everything together and yeah yeah that's good anything else for you you went to the fair i went to the fair washington state fair it was uh you know is it Washington State Fair? Yeah. Oh. Washington. Well, is that different from the Puyallup Fair? I think the Puyallup Fair is the Washington State <laughs> Fair. I think it is, but I don't quote me on uh, that. But I'm pretty know. sure. I'm pretty sure it is. Um, I went to the fair because I haven't been there in a while, and I really don't enjoy going to the fair. But this coworker invited me, so I went with him. I think yeah, I've only been to the fair once, like that I can remember. I think yeah. we went as kids, obviously, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because you know they give your little. Tickets. Like at school, you give you a little free tickets and stuff. Yeah. But. I saw camels. There was camels. What? There. Yeah, dude, there was camels. I've never seen camels there. Uh, and I saw just some cows, mm. obviously. 
um we rode, rode some rides but we got there pretty late and honestly it just wasn't a vibe so <laughs> many, like literally there's no business of like that was there hella people, people there, there. Yeah. oh there was hella people, hella people probably because it was almost ending and people were like okay we need to that's true go we went like two days before it ended but yeah. i don't know if like well i just heard a lot of people saying as well that like it's just been packed all, all the time it's mm. like this whole time just because i feel like covid and stuff mm. like people want to go out but everyone was wearing masks most people were wearing masks um i didn't wear my mask was it mandatory yeah they yeah. there's people like well whenever like like people will come around they're like do you have a mask and they're like and i'm like yeah i have a mask I'm like okay put it I on i think it's so weird like like when i went yesterday right we went to a concert and the masks were mandatory and we were waiting in line and stuff but mm-hmm. when you go in and you're sitting around all these people, people like just take them off yeah like they like they didn't say like oh you have to wear your mask so no one in there was wearing masks Fucking hell. so yeah i don't know it's just like what's the difference like we should be we should be required to wear masks inside too then mm-hmm. when we're around all these people yeah it's just because like <laughs> i just think you know they just don't want to enforce it that much like it's just workers it's not like they're the fucking government CDC approved or whatever. They're just like, okay, well, I'm not going to tell you to wear masks. It's not my fucking problem. Oh, yeah. And when we were going in, too, a lot of the workers were just, like, not giving a fuck. Yeah, like, and, really? like, they didn't even check our bags. Oh. The girl, <laughs> she was, like, letting us come in, like, and she was, like, she had just got an argument with one of the other workers there, probably, like, supervisor or something. And she was, like, just scanning us super quickly. And then she was, like, I'm supposed to be checking your guys' bags. But right now, I literally give zero fucks. So go ahead. Oh. And I was, like, oh, okay. But. <laughs> yeah. Savage. Yeah. Um, I was, like, shoot. If someone, like, if she didn't check someone's bag and they brought in something. A gun or something? Yeah. Like, that would have been bad. I didn't Comment get to go below. to the fair this year. You wanted to go? I, I, we kind of did, but. I don't know. We just never ended up finding a day where we all could. So we just didn't end up going. But whatever. It's There's always next year. It's over for hyped. I mean, yeah, I've I've gone to the fair once that I can remember. Like, I think either last year or the year before that. <clears throat> and it was okay. It's, I don't know. I don't like being around a bunch of people yeah, and also like waiting in lines and like all that stuff. It's just like too much for me sometimes. But uh, the rides are pretty fun. They are. So, I mean, that's what I like about it. Anyways, uh, tell <laughs> us about your week and if you went to the fair, if you live in Washington State or, you know, anywhere else. And if you wear masks when you go to the fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's let's uh, let's get into it. Yeah. Talk about some scary things that happened on Halloween night or Halloween day. Okay, so I want to I want to talk about this first because I don't know if you remember this story, but I've always remembered this story. It happened to us on Halloween day. Okay. So... We were young. We were trick-or-treating. I don't remember exactly how old we were. Not too little, but... I can't, like, remember exactly. What? But we were... It was me, you, and some of our other cousins. I don't remember if Sinan was there or not. But, like, some of those, like, cousins, you know? And my parents were there with us. We were, like, trick-or-treating. It was dark outside. Mm-hmm. And we got to this one house... Um, and it was like talking about the creepy old lady house. Yeah, I think I remember. You remember this right? Slightly. Yeah. I feel like you probably remember it less because you were younger it was than me. So, it's so distant. Like, I yeah, I, I've I've always remembered this on Halloween. I just think it's so like creepy. But we saw this house and we were just going down the block, right? Like knocking on houses, and it was dark, so we didn't weren't sure if like they actually were giving out candy. But my parents were like, well, "Fuck it, just go knock and check yeah. it out." So my parents were like waiting. 
on the sidewalk while we went up to the house, right? So we walk up to the house and we knock on their door. And then this lady, this older lady wearing this like long, like it was like a black I remember something. it being black. Because I remember us thinking she like, like a witch. Yeah, I remember us thinking like, okay, this lady looks like straight up like a witch. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember. <laughs> and, you know, us being little kids, we're like, okay, we're like a little bit spooked. And she opens her door and it's dark in her house, but there's like a glowing like purple light or something. Because I remember it kind of being like, I thought it was like, oh, a decoration or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then she asked us to like come inside her house yeah, to get the candy and we i don't even remember if we ended up like getting any candy did we get candy the thing i remember is that like i remember we walked in yeah we did walk in I re- the thing i remember is that thinking like oh this is so scary and like why did we do that yeah but in the end i was like nothing happened and it was all chill and we yeah. got candy that's yeah. what i remember in the end okay so i remember like she told us to come inside right <laughs> And I think that she thought it was just us, but then she realized that, that like the, there's grownups on the sidewalk, like off to the corner. Oh, and if something, if she would have like you know locked us in there or something, my dad. I mean, my parents would have. Came. Yeah, my parents would have known. And I think she did realize at some point that like my parents were outside, or or maybe one of us said something. I don't know. But we <laughs> well, we walked in, and I I remember thinking walking in like what the fuck are we doing right now? We're literally yeah, just walking yeah. into this creepy old lady's house. It's dark as fuck in here. Why is she asking kids to come inside to grab the candy? That's just so weird. I but, remember. I remember like also that there was like. I don't know if I'm making it up my mind, but I do remember <laughs> that like there was like she had like shelves and like weird stuff on yeah, shelves. Yeah, I, I don't know if it was like shelves. decorations or not. Yeah, it was just really weird. I like, mean, she was a witch. She like was it was witch. dark to the point where we couldn't see really much into her house. We mm-hmm. could just see like the entryway and like yeah, I remember there being shelves with stuff on them, and the like glowing purple light in the front. So how old do you think we were? <sighs> Fuck, I don't know. Because like you were probably I I was based off my age based on yours. So how old are you? I would say probably like 11. Okay. I thought we were nine? a little bit younger. Nine. Okay. No. No, it has to be younger. Younger than you were nine? Yeah. It was probably like eight or seven. I think so. I was really young then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we were probably that young. But yeah, I've always thought about that because I feel like... I, think about I just that. think that whole situation was so weird. <laughs> like, I don't know. Is that normal for people to just ask kids to come inside to grab candy? I mean, no, it's not normal, but it Everything was... Everything was just creepy it was weird feeling it was a different time sort of yeah but i don't know yeah i mean it's still like was why don't you just bring the candy already to the door you know that there's trick-or-treat i mean yeah out. she was being sus yeah it was a little weird i never thought about how like how you're thinking about it like she saw our parents afterwards after the fact i think so so i mean that could have been it yeah and could've, i think also died. that's the reason we went inside because we're like well if something does happen like our parents are gonna know I don't they're know. gonna be like okay we're knocking on this door well i don't know if we were that smart we probably just like candy <laughs> yeah at least i was at least i was i was like oh some candy inside yeah like, yeah i was a little worried but like i also was like well you guys want to go inside so i was like okay me too <laughs> <laughs> i want some candy too i'm not gonna go in alone but like hey yeah but i don't know i always remember that fucking story yeah i feel like a lot of stuff like that happens on halloween because people are freaking weird and there's a bunch of kids out at that time yeah don't be a pedophile uh do you want to start? start oh <laughs> <laughs> Let's start. Um, how about let's start with the with this one that um, the so one we that did, we have in common. Yeah, we did research on our on our own, but I guess there's we just you know there's a limited amounts of weird things that happen on Halloween. So why don't we just start with the 
with the one that we have in common yeah i think this one this one is a big story you guys actually might have heard yeah, this one because probably. i've heard this case told multiple times i actually don't remember if i have i have because I, I watch a lot of like true crime mm. stories and stuff and a lot of true crime like youtubers and i feel like multiple i've heard this story covered probably two times from different people okay but um yeah we'll just go back and forth yeah so basically um this guy this story's so fucking crazy to me mm -hmm. so this guy his name was ronald clark o'brien yes um he it was halloween day and I don't know. Well, I mean, we're not going to go super deep into these stories, guys. We're just kind of summarizing them because yeah. we have multiple things. But um, basically, For he decided sake. that it would be a good idea to lace his eight-year-old son's Halloween candy with cyanide. Mm -hmm. um, I guess just to get his life insurance money. Yeah. Oh my god, that fucking blows my fucking mind. That's also just like the most horrible. Th like, it's I can't not imagine just, something worse than that. Like, like what? Jesus Christ, that's your you, own child. Exactly. How do you just get that idea? I don't know, bro. Like my eight-year-old son, gonna get him life insurance, gonna lace his Halloween candy, and just I want money. Who cares if he dies? I mean, there was something. So a little bit of motives, right? Did you hear about? I mean. So what I read was that he was like in debt, highly in debt. So after like, you know, they find out like that these kids Halloween candy had been laced, the police like grew suspicious of uh, O'Brien and they began to do some digging. Uh, the police learned that he was actually like $100,000 in debt at mm -hmm. the time. So it was 1974, 1970 something. Oh shit, I didn't get the year. But. Yeah, I believe it was 1974 uh, when it happened. And so in today's money, that would be like $500,000 in debt. Uh so he had taken life life insurance policies on both of his children at the time mm -hmm. right timothy and the other girl he had another little girl as well um and he also had also like visited chemical supply stores in houston to buy cyanide but he didn't actually buy cyanide from the chemical store because he only he found out that they would only sell them in like five pound packs mm. and that was way too expensive so he got it from somewhere else they still the police don't really know where he got it from mm -hmm. But they found out that though there's did some digging. They found out like what he was doing and where he was going in the in the past weeks uh, leading up to Halloween. Mm -hmm. And so that's finally like we're like okay, this fucking guy's yeah. this guy's the guy. He put cyanide in uh, the pixie sticks, right? Mm -hmm. The pixie sticks candy, um, and then he even like stapled it back up or something. Yeah, to, like whatever. And he also gave this to his son's friends no yeah so what i wrote down was on october 31st 1974 o'brien took his children trick-or-treating in pasadena texas uh in this state neighborhood um his neighbor and his two kids joined o'brien as well mm -hmm. so his neighbor and his two kids mm -hmm. joined o'brien and his two kids okay um when they got to a house and there was no answer the kids grew impatient and ran along to the next house and o'brien stayed behind and then later on caught up with the group and said, hey, uh, the person that wasn't answering the door gave me these pixie sticks. There were like five pixie sticks that was like 21 inch long. Like, you know, those like big giant pixie mm. sticks. If you've ever seen those, like they're like almost two feet long. And he was like, and he, there was five of them. So he gave two to his own kids and then two to the other neighbor's kids. And then one later on he gave to this 10 year old boy who he recognized from his church because 
he was actually a pastor. Oh, was he? Yeah. So O'Brien worked as an optician at Texas State Optical in Houston, but he was also a deacon at the Second Baptist Church where he sang in the choir and was in charge of the local bus program. Mm-hmm. So it's always just, the fucking pastors. It's always the fucking people that believe in God. It's like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's always the ones that go to church all the time. Yeah, so that's just crazy to me that he, well, obviously he wanted to make it not like noticeable or obvious that it was him that gave his mm-hmm. son candy. So he was, he probably, he thought like, you know, they're going to go, well, they investigated the neighbor, right? First, yeah. they investigated the neighbor that he said he got the pixie sticks from. Um, and he probably thought that that was going to be the end of like the investigating or whatever. Right. But like, dude. What? I mean, he made it so obvious. Yeah, so obvious. But he, not only that, like, he didn't care that his own child was going to die, but he, also all, all other these kids. other innocent kids. That well, just, I mean, that's his plan. He yeah. was like, he was like, well. So fucking evil. You know, I can't just make it suspicious that my own kid died. Like, you know, everyone mm-hmm. else is going to die, too. And uh, so Timothy, his son, actually died within an hour of. Consuming the candy. Yeah. Um, what I wrote down uh, for the exact things that he put in the, um, well, when they re- um, examined Timothy's body, uh, his autopsy reported that he had potassium cyanide in his system. Traces, uh, they traced it back to the candy that he ate, and the police gave out a warning in the community of laced Halloween candy. And then, and furthermore, like pixie sticks and Halloween mm-hmm. candy. So the parents obviously like looked for uh, pixie sticks or whatever in their kids' Halloween candy. And then they actually, the police managed to obtain all the other four pixie sticks before, from the they, other, before they ate them. Consumed, so yeah. that's that's a good thing. Yeah. All the pixie sticks had been opened, obviously, and then stapled back together, like you said, but not before the top two inches of the pixie stick had been emptied out and then replaced with potassium cyanide, mm-hmm. a powder that is deadly, obviously. The candy uh, Timothy consumed had enough cyanide to kill two adults, and the other four had enough to kill three to four adults. So, it was pretty wild. The only, th- I mean, it's crazy that he died, but luckily the other two kids, or the other three, four kids, yeah, you know, didn't eat the candy. Yeah. So. And um, he called about the insurance money the day after his son's funeral. <laughs> Jesus like, Christ! Like the day after, he was like, "Hey, um, I'm here to claim my money." So not obvious, bro. Like, yeah. what the fuck? These people are stupid. Um. <laughs> So yeah, uh, what I wrote down is that he arrested. He was arrested on November fifth, nineteen seventy four. So six days, four, five days after. Jeez. Mm, um, he was indicted on capital uh, murder and four attempted murders. His family testified against him, and how he like grew interest in cyanide, and he would ask them how much it would take to kill a person, and also like different chemists came to, like the, because obviously like it grew nationwide attention immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, so like different chemists that came to testify against him that they were like, yeah, he came and asked me a lot of times, like where he can get cyanide, how much would it take to kill a person, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So his own family like testified against him talking about like what he, like he he just became weird during those weeks. Like he would talk about money, money issues and what he would do if he had a lot of money, where he would go, what he would pay off. And right. just constantly talk about that. Cause obviously that's what he was thinking about. Yeah. I feel like when everyone found out that it was, you know the own father doing this to his own son like that's even more mind-blowing than just oh a stranger's right halloween candy for kids in general you know yeah but at least i mean that one would just have no motive right it would just be just to harm somebody yeah but this one's like oh he wants money yeah i don't know what's worse though (laughs) 
Well, some people just shouldn't fucking be parents. Uh, what I, I wrote down just like after he got arrested and like what happened to him. Mm-hmm. The case grew national attention, obviously, and then the media dubbed him the Candyman. Yeah. So that's what I wrote down. Uh, the yeah. When his case, Candyman. Yeah. When his case came to like trial and stuff, the jury took just forty six minutes to find him guilty on all accounts, <laughs> and then just seventy one minutes to sentence him to death by electrocution. Shortly after, his wife divorced him and then remarried. Uh, with their young daughter uh, on March 31st, 1984. So a whole 10 years after that was, he was just in 10 years, like the lawyers argued not to kill him and then not to, like just to sentence him to life in prison mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So a whole last 10 years later was when he was actually executed by lethal injection in Huntsville unit prison, Texas. So he got electrocuted and then later, no. I guess he just, they, they said that the execution was way too... Oh, uh, they were just debating it. Yeah. So they got, he got lethal injection, and that's how he died. Um, so and that's worse, right? I don't know, actually. You don't know. I mean, electrocution is, like, pretty harsh. Yeah, but lethal injection, I heard that that shit's hella painful. Yeah, who knows? I mean, it's fucking dying. Either way, it's gonna be painful. Yeah, but, I mean, some people deserve to be tortured. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> so, apparently... During his execution, he retained his innocence. He just said he was innocent the whole entire oh time. Oh, God. Um, That's so and then stupid. His last words were, um, I forgive all, and I do mean all those who have been involved in my death. God bless you all, and may God's best blessings be be always yours. Oh, my God. Yeah, can you believe he said something like that? <laughs> I cannot. He's just talking about God going to the grave, bro, like. So fucking psychopath. Straight to fucking hell is where you're going, bro. (laughs) The fuck. And so apparently, 300 people gathered to see. I forgive you guys. Yeah, yeah. Can you believe that? Oh my god, the nerve. And so apparently, 300 people gathered around to see him die, and like a bunch of people like yelled out "trick or treat, motherfucker" or something (laughs) like that. It's fucking wild. Holy. People in Texas are savages, bro. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Believe you fucking said that. Yeah, uh, like, I feel like Texas is probably the worst state to, like, <laughs> have a trial in where, where, like, the death penalty could be. They're just going to be like, yeah, death penalty, bro. Like, Texas doesn't give a shit. Yeah. I think they, they have, like... kill everyone? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one was pretty... It's pretty dark. I can't believe we just started with that one. Yeah. Um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I just wrote down this little one. This is in 2005 in Delaware. Okay. Um I feel like I've heard many of these little stories of, like, things like this happening. So I guess someone committed suicide the night before, and they actually had, like, hung themselves somewhere outside of their house. Hmm. Um, And the next day, obviously, on Halloween, like, people just walked around and walked past this body and everything and thought it was just, like, a Halloween decoration. Oh, damn. And so they didn't find out that, you know, someone had, like, actually died and committed suicide until, like, many, many hours after they had, like, committed suicide. Fucking hell. I feel like this happens a lot. Well, at least, like, on Halloween Day, you know, everyone's dressed up. There's decorations everywhere. Someone could literally be walking around that had just killed someone and like had blood all over them. Over them or yeah, or just be dragging like an actual dead body in a bag. Yeah, and I feel like, like oh my god, sick costume, bro. bro. That's sick. That's, that blood is so realistic, <laughs> so bro. So fucking real, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the crazy thing about Halloween. You just never know. Probably outside trick or treating, and there's just a bunch of killers around you. You just don't know. Everyone got a mask on, so. Yeah, those are the creepier ones. People ha- have masks on, and they're like fully covered just never know 
can't just trust ready for anything can't trust nobody out here in the yeah. streets <laughs> <laughs> i also had one about uh hangings hangings okay <laughs> yeah but they're a bit different these ones are um accidents Oh. So uh, in 1990, uh, 17-year-old uh, Brian Jewell from Lakewood, New Jersey, was operating a haunted hayride. And as 40 viewers came around in a hay-filled wagon for the next frightful scene in the horror attraction, they instead saw Brian, Brian hung by the neck, toes inches from the ground. Oh, I think I've heard of this. Yeah, that one was pretty wild. So like this guy was like run or like he was a part in like this like hay haunted hayride thing. Mm. And like supposedly like what he's supposed to do is like He's supposed to be there and, like, on top of this, like, what do they call it? The gallows? Is that what they call it? Or is that something else? I don't know. <laughs> don't ask me. I have no fucking clue. He's, like, supposed to be standing on this platform. And then he's supposed to, like, say a few words and then, like, like pull a lever and then, like, pretend like he hung himself. Right? Oh, that's, like the, okay. that's, like, the thing that he was supposed to do. But I don't know what happened. Like, supposedly the noose that he was using was not a noose that tightens. So they don't even know how the fuck he died. Hmm. Like, it's just, it's a noose, but it, it doesn't tighten. Like, you know how, like, a, a slip knot, like, the more pressure you put on it, the tighter it gets. Yeah. So, that's how you, like, hang yourself, or hang somebody. Um, But that slip knot, or I don't know if it was a slip knot or not. It was just a rope. It doesn't, it's not supposed to tighten. So, they don't know how he, he died. But what he's supposed to do is, like, he's supposed to have one foot on the ground, and then, like, one foot on the, on the like, that's hanging. I don't know how they did it, but it's like some sort of trickery that makes you makes it look like he's hanging, mm -hmm. but he really his feet are on the ground. Um, I don't know. So he was doing this live, like there was people there watching him doing this, or was he like? So he was supposed to, but when they came around, he had already was already. Hung. Oh, like he had like tested it or something. Yeah, or like, like he was testing it beforehand or something, and so when they came around and then like they just saw him hanging, they were like, oh. Oh my that's god, cool, that's cool, I guess. They're like, oh, that's cool, like, so someone hanging. But then, obviously, the operators were like, okay, he's not supposed to be hanging yet. He's supposed to be saying this whole monologue. <laughs> and he's just, and he's just not hanging. doing anything. And so, they were like, okay, when you, what the fuck's going on? So, they went up to him, and he, he was dead. Like, he had been hung. Like, that's crazy. Do you know if they, like, investigated it at all? I don't really know. Um, I just know that, like, this, this is what they said. They're like, how it's supposed to work is that the noose is tied around his neck, but the noose doesn't tighten. He would step down one foot on the ground and have it appear that he was hanging. Mm. Um, yeah, that's all he said. I mean, that's all the quotes that I got. But then, a week later, a 15-year-old boy by the name of Anthony or William Anthony Odom was accidentally he accidentally hung himself while trying to perform a similar stunt. So a week later, in a different state, I believe. Oh, I don't know if it's a different state actually. But yeah, just a week later, 1990, during a planned uh, private Halloween party, William was set to perform a stunt later that night in the basement of his aunt's house. Uh, when they didn't see William for a while, they went looking for him and found him inside a freestanding wooden cupboard, oh, slip knot around his neck. Apparently, he was sitting down and his neck was like bent over to his side. So these like unexplainable, like he was sitting down and the neck was, I mean, the noose was around his neck. Like, how does that even happen? Either like he panicked or something like it got just like really tight and he just panicked and he just like i don't know he passed out you know because obviously like i think it only takes like 10 to 15 seconds of your brain like deprived from oxygen for really? you to pass out yeah oh 10 or 15 yeah so like if someone like grabs you by I the mean, neck and like sense. just tightens it when your brain doesn't get oxygen you just pass out mm -hmm. and so obviously he passed out but the thing was still tight around his neck so he just died 
only 15 years old. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, the coroner examiner not attempt Slipknot. these stunts. Yeah. Supposedly his grandfather and said that he and his Mrs. Boyd, his, his mother, tried to revive him, but he was dead by the time the first medical response team arrived. Yeah. Yeah, these stunts yeah. are dangerous, man. Like, if you're going to do it, like, get us get something that is, like, some, like a stunt slipknot. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. don't use a regular rope. Yeah. Or just probably don't do it at all. But even that that guy that was doing it with the one that's not even supposed to yeah. tighten, like shit just happens, bro. Like it's still freak dangerous. Accidents. Yeah. So in two thousand one, in Chicago, a fifty five year old Chicago resident, this guy, um, <laughs> this one's so like I didn't do any like research into like the backstory of this, but it's just like shocking. Wait, two thousand one. Um, 2011. Did I say 2001? Yeah. Oh, 2011. I'm looking down at her notes and it says 2011 right there. I'm like, wait, what's going on? Um, He realized that his candy bag was missing, like his Halloween candy from outside, I'm assuming, that he had for like kids to go trick-or-treating, right? Okay. And he just assumed that it was his neighbor that took his candy. So he went over there and stabbed her to death with multiple steak knives. (laughs) <laughs> wait what yeah like he just assumed that she had taken his candy so he went over there and just stabbed her to death what like the she fuck? died by just getting stabbed by this dude that just thought you fucking stole my candy and he just took it to the extremes obviously something's wrong with this dude bro that's not normal bro like, that's not something that you really do when someone takes your freaking candy and was it her then no it wasn't her oh my God. and he just killed her he just, just stabbed died her for to no death. reason yeah she didn't even take the candy. I thought oh that my was gosh. fucking crazy. I was like, people don't steal anyone's Halloween candy because you never know how people and are going to react. And who is this guy? How old is he? Uh, he's fa- he was 55 years old. So he was an older man. I don't know if like, you know, he had any sort of like mental health issues or he was going through something or I don't know. But that's just taking it to the extreme. That's that's a lot. <laughs> Jeez, it kill someone over candy, right? And it wasn't even her. She's just a neighbor, just living her own life, and he just goes over. That's very sad and gruesome. Jesus Christ. So what? Do you don't really know what happened to him? Like, no, I don't know. I'm, well, I mean, I'm, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure like he, you know, got arrested and whatever. But damn, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, I'm scared. I'm not opening my door on Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't giving out candy. Nothing. Fuck that, dude. <laughs> Scared of the trigger treaters. <laughs> scared of the kids. Let's see. Okay, so this one is actually a true crime case. Okay. Um, so this happened in Greenwich, Connecticut, I guess. This is one of the wealthiest cities in the United States. So this is very rare for this type of stuff to happen there. They don't really have, like, you know, murders occur there or anything like that. Um, but in 1975, the body of a 15-year-old girl, her name was Martha Moxley was found on Halloween morning um, and she had been beaten with a golf club um, mm. to the point where the golf club had shattered. Like, that's how oh hard she was beaten. Um, and then she was stabbed in the neck with one of the pieces of the golf club after she had been beaten. Fucking hell, man. So, and then um, they dragged her body 80 feet and dropped her off, like, on her own backyard of her house. And that's where they ended up finding her dead body, basically, the next morning. Okay. Um, so, apparently, she had gone to a party, a Halloween party, obviously, the night before at a f- 
friend's house um or this guy's house his name was tommy skackle i think that's how you say his last name i don't know mm, sounds about right <laughs> skackle skakle even his last name is scary what the fuck <laughs> but um he was the number one suspect at first you know that the police suspected because he had actually left the halloween party with her and was supposed to like walk her home or whatever but oh. she never ended up making it home so like what the fuck tommy like you know um so she had gone to a party there she was there with friends and stuff um and later the police ended up making a conviction in 1998 so from 1975 when her body was found to 1998 um 23 years later they found out that the killer well they found the killer and he was michael skackle which was tommy's brother actually 23 years later yeah what the fuck was going on i don't know <laughs> what the hell like i guess they suspected tommy and they were just like all over him and then the, you know there was I no evidence know. yeah i guess and they realized that it was actually his brother and his brother was like obsessed with this girl martha hmm. um he was just like infatuated with her apparently he had like at one point climbed a tree outside of her house just like looking into her window and was like oh, masturbating oh what the yeah fuck? like masturbating in this tree just watching her and finally in 2002 he was convicted of murder and later he was granted an appeal and released on bail in 2013 so so he killed this girl and he was ended up being released on bail later on oh my god sad story white people but um <laughs> <laughs> fuck it's just crazy look like, you know so yeah so he was obsessed with her i'm assuming i don't know i'm assuming he i feel like tommy had to have known right i don't know if anything happened to tommy it's his brother but it's his brother how do you not like and he was supposed to like walk her like i wonder if michael went with them or i don't know most of the details of the story but I wonder if Michael, like, also walked with him afterwards, and then Tommy was like, all right, bro. Or maybe Michael was like, no, I got this all Walker home or something, and then ended up doing that. Yeah, I think he knows, but I mean... I feel like, like he knew. It's family, so he's not going to be like, yeah, arrest him. Uh, or I guess he Okay, could. what would you do in that situation? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty pretty brutal, like, if you fucking, like, if rape you somebody. Found out, yeah, if you found out that I just walked someone home, right? One of your... <laughs> classmates or something uh -huh. and then later on the next day it turns out their dead body is just outside of their house yeah i would ask you well maybe tommy didn't know because michael probably like i don't know maybe michael probably was like well i don't know bro she just like ended up like walking home or something or she didn't want me to walk her past this point and i just left i don't know what happened to her so maybe he didn't know and then later when he was convicted he probably found out i don't know yeah but yeah that's that one. That's pretty gruesome. It's also like a pretty... <laughs> I mean, she was beaten with a golf club, like... Yeah, she was beaten... I don't, I don't know where they got this golf club at, but... She was beaten with the golf club, and then after she was beaten and the golf club shattered, they stabbed her in the neck with a piece of the What's golf wrong club. with him? Like, why would he do that? I thought he liked her. I feel like maybe, like, you know, she rejected him or something or maybe she was like bro i don't like you in, in that way or whatever and he Jeez. was like you know what that's it if i can't have you no one will you disgusting know, those type of creep weirdos um i actually had was having a conversation with a with a friend the other day like we we're asking about or like let's say someone like hits you in the head with a baseball bat 
With a baseball bat. With a baseball bat, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, you would die instantly, right? Like, we were talking about if you would die instantly. If like, someone hit me with a baseball bat, hella like, let's hard. Say, yeah, like, let's say you were just there. I can't, I just, <laughs> oh, you're here. You're just there. Like, you're just, like, typing your computer or something. Okay. And I just came up to you just out of nowhere and just, like, swung as hard as I could with, like, a... a I a, think I would die. Right, you would die, but I'm saying, like, instantly, like, bang! Like, would you die, like, instantly? That's a blunt force trauma, like, to the head, like. Mm, I feel like I would die instantly. I think you, I think it would. I think it would be enough of, a, like, a hit to like die. My, you would shatter my skull, for sure, and I mm. would have, you know, bleeding going on in there. I would, I don't know if I would die instantly, but for sure, like. Within minutes. I would, I Technically, I would be dead because even if I'm knocked unconscious and then I die minutes later, from the moment I'm unconscious, like my body's like, well, I'm dead now. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't think about it, you know. I'm just dead from that point. So. Yeah, because. Why like, are you thinking about that? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Who are you having these conversations? I'll with? tell you about it later, okay, bro. I need your help <laughs> with something. Scared. I need your help with something, All right, bro? I'm gonna <laughs> turn kidding. you into the cops. <laughs> um. No, but I forgot what we were talking about, but we we had brought that up for some reason. I don't remember why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for some reason, guys. Okay. But like, cause like that's worse than like, obviously if you get shot. Oh, I think we're we talking about getting shot at first. We're like, if you were gonna get shot with a gun, like where would you want to get shot in your body? Like, what's probably like the best? Obviously, all of them are gonna be bad. But like, if you were to get shot somewhere, where would you want to get shot? Probably like my finger no okay so like a hand like you just like if you had a hand, like, <laughs> shot you in your hand not in the middle no it has to be somewhere like obviously okay, you fuck know. you <laughs> i'd say like <laughs> i don't know probably like my forearm okay yeah that's not bad like one of my friends said like in the thigh and i was like dude like but if that's... your legs fucked up yeah, or if you... you fucks up something and you can't walk then what? yeah but also like there's a lot of arteries in there you could easily yeah. cut through an artery and you bleed out like in minutes. Yeah. That's, so I was I like a thigh. A thigh is probably not that best. What I said was like a clip in the shoulder. Yeah. That's, but. But even then, that one's probably pretty painful. Yeah. My other friend said a foot. He's like getting shot in a foot. But then like how you said, it's like if it's a killer and he's trying to kill you, you get shot in a foot. What are you going to fucking do? You can't run on one leg for that long. Right. You're definitely going to die. Yeah. But I guess if it's just if it's just a question of like where would be the least painful one? Yeah, probably then, a foot, not that bad. Yeah, I feel like that could heal. <laughs> but if I mean, if you go to the hospital and get it taken care of, all your bones are gonna break in your foot. Like you probably can't walk the same anymore. Mm, yeah, I mean, I'm, I think something could be done. I bet. Anyways, I don't so know what we're you, talking about. You said the shoulder. That's what I think. The shoulder, like the butt cheek, bro. Me standing sideways, <laughs> just like clip my butt cheek. Just going through like the side of your yeah. butt cheek, side profile. Yeah. You just have a hole in your butt cheek. But yeah. <laughs> That's okay. weird. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think probably the the shoulder. But if we're if we're talking like to feel the least amount of pain, like if you're gonna die regardless, where would you want to get shot? The head. Head. Right or heart? No, because heart you're still responsive oh, up until. Oh no! Okay, head. <laughs> what I learned the other day was that like, you know how people like in movies like they break people's necks, right? Like like. Let's say, like, there's, like, a spy movie, and he's, like, sneaking up on this, like, person, like, a, a bodyguard, and he just goes, like, just, like, yeah. breaks his neck. It's, like, does that, would that really happen in real life? 
Like, how much force would you think you have to do to, like, just snap someone's neck like that? It's got to be a uh, lot of force. You have to do it really hard. But also, I researched it. And so, yes, it can happen. And there's times where... Dude, the FBI is going to show up at your door <laughs> with these fucking researches. Yeah, whenever I, like... How look hard up, do you have to go to snap someone's neck? <laughs> dude, I'm incognito, you know what it'd be. <laughs> um, but, like, supposedly, like, you have to do it pretty hard. And you have to get to a certain point where, the like, the vertebrae back here disconnects from mm-hmm. your disconnects from your head. Right. So you have to go hard enough for that one and they immediately die. But also, I feel like... But this is where it gets scary. Because if you don't do it hard enough, they are alive. Oh, I don't and like And it's that. incredibly painful. Like, you just, like, your head is just twisted and all your vertebrae is, like, your brain stem is, like, still connected to your, your whole nervous system. So it's incredibly painful and you're just there. You can't do anything. You just die. That pain. Slowly. Yeah. Painfully. Can you imagine that? I bet, like, this is, like, so horrible. Like, your eyes are probably, like, all twisted. Stop. I don't want to be thinking about this. (laughs) (laughs) The viewers listening to this in the dark, like. That's got to be the the worst way. Well, one of the worst ways to die. Yeah. I don't know. But also, hmm, I'm trying to think, like, if I could do it. I could do it for you. No. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I feel like it's not, like, you don't have to, like, yeah, you do have to go hard. But also, I don't think it's that hard. Because if someone's not really paying attention, their face and neck is just kind of limp and they're just like distracted doing something, right? Yeah. It's kind of easy. Yeah. But you do have to use a lot of force and strength, I feel like. <laughs> and then they would be like this. He's like, hey guys, I'm still alive. Still alive. Hey guys. Oh my god, can they see that? What are we doing right now? <laughs> hey yo, don't do that to him, bro. Okay, move on to the next case. <laughs> also, next we have snacks one bag of snacks my brother brought these over and we were talking about peanut butter and how we don't love peanut butter but when it's mixed with chocolate stop what what why are you doing that i'm doing just like shoved it to the back of your throat (laughs) it's pretty good (laughs) so if you hear us munching we're eating well tell them what it is reese's popped reese's reese's bro you're all right (laughs) Reese's pop. Reese's popped. Oh, no. Just Reese's. No, there's an S right there. Yeah, so just Reese's. Oh. Yeah, it just it was the apostrophe, Wait, they so got, I was like, what? They got their own name wrong? Is that not how they usually spell it? There's never an apostrophe, is there? Is there always an apostrophe? Oh, my God. <gasps> the Mandela effect right now. No fucking way. Wait. I'm so confused. Yeah, there is always an apostrophe, no? <laughs> Yeah, because it's Reese's. Because it's Reese, but it's Reese's, like, candy. So oh, it's shit, bro. Look, there's always been an apostrophe. Yeah. Okay, it's probably just us because we don't eat Reese's. Yeah, we don't eat Reese's, so. Mandela effect? I don't know about that one. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's Reese's popped snack mix. It's actually really fucking good. What does it have in it? It has popcorn with, it has, like, a little chocolate drizzle on it. But it's it has caramel pretzels. popcorn. Yeah, caramel popcorn. With chocolate drizzled over it, pretzels, and Reese's peanut butter, like, mini cups. It's pretty good. Anyways, not a sponsor. Yeah. Reese's. All right. So, this next case, it's actually a true crime case. It's going to be a little bit longer. Uh, it's, I, I titled it, um, The Horrifying Case of the Lisk Family. Mm. So, on October 31st, 2010, 16-year-old Devin Griffin returned home after Sunday morning church service. At around, a church service once. <laughs> at around 
uh, 1.30 p.m. and decided to play some video games in his room. But when he stepped into his house, everyone was gone. He knew his mom, Susan Lisk, 46, was usually up at this time, and his brother Derek Griffin, 23, should be too. He started to look around the house and entered the master bedroom. He found his mom and his stepdad, William oh, E. Lisk, I know this one too. 53. You do? Mm-hmm. They were covered with the sheets in yeah. their bed? Lying in bed with the maroon bed sheets pulled over their heads. He walked in and noticed his mother's foot poking out from under the sheets. He tapped on her foot to wake her up, but there was no response. <laughs> when he removed the covers from to reveal his mother's face, he found a bloody mess seeping into her pillow. He screamed and ran out of the house, figuring his family had been murdered. He called his aunt, and then they both called 911 together. Uh, when the police arrived, they found William Lisk and Susan Lisk had been shot and killed in their beds. William, uh, his mother's uh, husband, had been shot five times in the head and in the face. And Susan had been raped and shot three times at close range. So that mom is his mom. Mm -hmm. And the husband is his stepdad, right? Yeah. So uh, And then Devin's brother, Derek. Is his stepbrother. No, his brother. He had a room upstairs that was strangely locked. Uh, When the police kicked in the door, they found Derek curled up in bed facing the wall, dead. The coroner ruled his death for blunt force trauma and died within minutes of the first blow. Jeez. Probably a baseball bat. Baseball bats. Um, The prime suspect was William B.J. Lisk Jr. B.J.? Yeah, they just called him B.J. Son of William Lisk. So this was... um, And since he was nowhere to be found, they obviously frequented the house, so he was the first prime suspect at the time Mm. uh devin had spent the night at his biological father's house the previous night and returned that morning for a change of clothes for church he recalled seeing bj uh but thought nothing of it and left the house for so bj is so bj was the stepbrother to devin and Derek. okay so So devin and Derek are brothers Mm -hmm. and that's their mom and yeah their mom is susan and then uh she got divorced and married william lisk so and bj is williams williams son, son. his so name is william he's william jr so they're stepbrothers so devin and Derek are brothers real brothers and then bj is the and stepbrother then Bre- yeah bj is a stepbrother all right and then yeah the family tree is a little bit confusing but uh so when we look back into the past of bj uh, he was a quite troubled troubled young man in 2002 uh, father william called the police on the 16 year old bj because he threatened to kill himself uh in october 2004 BJ got into a fight with his stepmom, Susan, and struck her hard in the chest. Oh, my God. Yeah, and two months later, he was charged with assault and robbery after stealing uh, her car, his stepmother's car, and hitting her with a coffee mug. So, I mean, this guy... So, apparently, like, he just didn't like her because she came into his life and, like, you know, stepchildren and stepmothers. Supposedly, like, he said that she tried to, like, run over the house or whatever, like, try to impose rules and shit like that. And he just didn't like it. But he's obviously just messed up, like, in the head. Yeah. I feel like, so a lot of times people think, like, okay, these kids definitely had to have something, like, traumatic happen to them as kids, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like sometimes kids are just born, like, evil. Oh, my God. Like, I'm not joking. Like, I feel like there are some kids that are just born that just, like, because, you know, you hear about those, like, kids that just kill their parents, like, those little kids. Well, little kids that kill other little kids. Yeah, like those, that's not normal. Yeah. There's so many kids that have gone through insanely traumatic experiences and they don't go around fucking killing people. 
or think about killing their parents you know what I mean? yeah i don't so know I what it like is it's just something that sometimes they're just born with to be honest i think like you said like there's some kids that have been through traumatic experiences mm-hmm. so there's there's just something in there already mm-hmm. so like when these kids that have a tendencies to do these horrible things go through dramatic experiences they probably have even more yeah but sometimes it's just like you said like they just have it in them and if it's not treated then mm-hmm. stuff happens but i don't know i am not a what do you even call this psychologist a, yeah psychologist psychiatrist no psychiatrists are the ones that give you drugs <laughs> well they need to give this dude some drugs <laughs> so um charges were dropped because he was incompetent to show up in court and then at least three other recorded incidents with the police occurred before he um, he moved into a ward for mentally ill patients. Mm. So that's when after he was kicked out of the house by his dad because he tried to attack his stepmom in the shower. So they kicked him out and they put him into like this like yeah. mentally ill patient. Like I ward. mean, what would you do if that was your son? Yeah, I don't I know. Like I would probably do the same thing and be like, bro, we're not fucking safe with this kid in the house. So uh, in 2007, his father filed for guardianship over him because he had been hospitalized uh, for schizoactive disorder, the bipolar type. So mm. he was diagnosed with that. And his father, I, how old was he? Like maybe 23, 24? I don't know. Or a little bit older, probably 27, because it looks like he died at the age of 29. But we'll get to that. Okay. Um, so his father, like, took guardianship over him because he couldn't really take care of himself anymore. So in the week of the murders, Williams had, or William had taken time off work to go hunting. So how brought. old was he at this point? So at this point, it was 2010, and he died 2011 at 29, so he was 28 years old. Oh, shit. Okay. So not the same age as no. other kids or boys. No, he's not. he's older um so he took his son bj uh hunting and then upon returning from the trip they got together with some friends and drank at the house uh william allowed bj to stay the night on the couch and say we're both drunk and they're like i can't drive you home or to the i don't know if he was staying at the ward or he just had freedom to go whenever he wanted, but mm. I don't know where he was living at the time. Then the morning after, a nearby neighbor, Michelle Gradle, said that she remembers hearing loud noises, what appeared to be gunshots at around 6.30 a.m., October 31st, 2010. Uh, BJ had apparently taken his dad's truck um, to the hunting cabin where they had been the night before, and then the police arrested him there. Um, in 2011, BJ confessed to the murders and pleaded guilty. The lawyers asked him not to seek the death penalty and instead to be sentenced to life without parole. But according to the register at the prison, BJ, 29 at the time, was found dead in his cell on March 31st, 2011 from self-inflicted injuries. So he killed himself in his cell. Um, the part where it gets confusing for me is like, so he killed him at around 6.30 a.m., mm-hmm. right? And so he killed Devin, or Derek, sorry, mm-hmm. his dad and then his stepmom. And then this guy, Devin, the youngest out of all of them, he was 16 years old. He came home to get a change of clothes for church. And they had, they were everyone was already dead. Mm-hmm. So he just came home, I guess, just changed really quickly. Or he didn't even shower or anything like that. He just grabbed some clothes and left because he wouldn't, he wasn't even like, where's my mom at? Yeah, he just thought, well, everyone's... Asleep at one thirty. Sleeping or not home? What, what what did it say in the beginning that he Cause he remembered knew? he remembered seeing BJ when he got there and he just was like oh I guess he's here right now but it's it fine. said that he thought 
his par- his family wasn't home or what? Yeah, that's when he got home from church. Oh, okay. So when he came to grab the change of clothes, he it was early. He just didn't really think. Probably like ten or something, right? Yeah, he just probably didn't think. It was like everyone's asleep. Yeah, probably. That's wild, cause like he, he, they were already dead. Yeah, when and he, he got saw there. VJ and like that. He literally had just freaking killed him, and he had no idea then. But yeah, that happened in 2011, 2010. Jeez. So if he, so he got the gun because his dad took him hunting. Yeah. What do you think, what do you think about that? You think that's a good idea? No, you know, I don't think that's a good idea. Person that has, you know, all this stuff happen to them, and obviously, like, shows that Tendencies. they're violent. You know. Yeah. And or they would do stuff like that. I guess he's like they know where you put your have your hunting guns and stuff. I don't know if that's a good idea, but I feel like either way, maybe he would have found a way if he if that's what he really wanted to do, probably stab them or something. Yeah, you know. But also, like, I don't want to like put words in his mouth or whatever. But like, obviously, he's dead, so respect. But like, who? His dad. Oh yeah. Like he was blinded by his son. Like I read that. Like he was like you know always like trying to be helpful to his son. It was his son, so I can't blame him. But, like, yeah, when he true. has, like, those tendencies, you can't, like, take him and give him a gun. Like, I don't know. There's other ways to bond, okay? There's other ways for father and son bonding than hunting. Yeah. Fuck, I don't know, dude. <laughs> Fuck. But, I mean, it's a pretty sad story. Like That's horrible. So. Devin is still alive. So, like, Devin wasn't there when this happened? No, because he, st- he spent the night at his, his biological father's house the night, <sighs> that night. So, he would have been dead, too. But Why he's... did he choose to do it that night when Devin wasn't there? I feel like if he wanted to kill all of them, wouldn't he just wait till he got back? No, maybe he didn't. Maybe he was like, well, obviously that was only because he wasn't allowed at the house, because like his dad kicked him out. Oh, but he right. Just he just let him stay. stay there. Yeah, he just let him stay because there they were drunk. Because they were drunk, they got back and he was drunk. Fuck. Well, Devin, he got lucky with that one. <laughs> That's messed up. Uh, okay, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> never mind. Not lucky, but you know what I mean. Look, like you know. he didn't he wasn't he didn't kill him because he was yeah, at least at least he didn't die but that's very sad very very tragic it's fucking crazy so we got another church story over here <laughs> so fuck church <laughs> stop <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> this one is about um so this happened on halloween night 2012 there was a pastor his name was john white mm. um and this pastor decided pastor or pastor pastor, pastor. <laughs> she asked me before we started recording she <laughs> was like pastor or pastor? she was like is it pastor or pastor <laughs> like, it sounds the same you pastor should... is what the crowd the cows eat <laughs> <laughs> you just add a little bit of a ch with the pasture english it's like a little anyways <laughs> so um he decided to take a mallet and zip tie and went can you please i'm sorry about that guys okay (laughs) um and he decided to go to um rebecca gay's home um which was his fiance's 24 year old daughter at the time okay okay does that make sense so she lived there alone, Rebecca. She lived alone with her three-year-old son and 
it wasn't out of the norm for him to like come over and visit because obviously like you know so is that his grandchild like she said that she said that she had a baby or are they not related it it was his no they weren't like blood it was his fiance's daughter already like not his daughter Mm. but you know what i mean so like stepdaughter i guess yeah um Step-grandchild as well? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> so he would, like, come over sometimes, and he would actually go over and, like, babysit her kids sometimes. Oh, okay. So, like, it wasn't like, weird that he was, like, coming over and, you know, knocking on her door and shit. Um, so she happily let him inside, and obviously he's a pastor, so, like, everyone in the community just, like, knew he was, and, you know, just a nice guy, just regular nice guy. Yeah, it's always the regular <laughs> nice guys. <laughs> it's always the pastors, Jesus Christ. So, um, so then he, so he bludgeoned her repeatedly with, with the mallet. Oh. And then he wrapped the zip tie around her neck and like tightened it, basically strangled her with it. That's Um, a big zip tie. Yeah. And then he stripped her down, uh, took her clothes off and everything and carried her body into the woods, like behind her trailer. Um... And then I think I read that after this, he went back inside and her three-year-olds like had woken up or something like that. And he ended up like dressing the three-year-old up like in his little Halloween costume and ended up taking him over to his like biological dad's house or something to go trick-or-treating for Halloween. Just like nothing had happened. Well, at least he didn't kill the child. Yeah. I thought that was what was going to happen. No, he just has a thing for women, dead women's corpses apparently. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> Dead women's corpses. Dead women's corpses. Corpse bride or something. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and her body wasn't found for another 20 hours. Um, and while they were, like, searching the police, like, while they were while they were searching for her body, he actually, like, led the uh, congregation at church and asked everyone to, like, please pray for her and, like, hopefully Jeez. find her and blah, 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 right? crazy Um, plain sight yeah so later he was you know finally convicted and committed oh well after that he was convicted and then later he uh, ended up committing suicide in prison Mm. but before this in 1981 he was 22 years old and he had actually tried to kill his neighbor which was a 17-year-old girl named Teresa Etherton. So this is just like a thing that he was just like into, I guess. I don't know. Uh, so he decided to invite her over to like his basement, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if they were like friends or whatever, but you know, she went over there. Okay. And I guess as she was looking at like, I think it was like a little like racetrack thing or whatever they had in their uh, basement, mm-hmm. like a little toy thing or whatever. I don't know. Um he like stabbed her in the back so he killed her well he tried oh um and apparently he kissed her while he was stabbing her Um, he kissed her smiled at her like in her face and continued stabbing her what the fuck yeah (laughs) it's fucking insane so she survived she every time i stab you you get a kiss So every time he, no, not every time, sorry. <laughs> you keep freaking. <laughs> every time he stabbed her. So she survived and uh, she was stabbed 15 times. Fucking hell. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, he was arrested or whatever. He went to prison for two years for that. 
Oh my for god. attempting to kill someone. He was 22 years old. They probably were like, oh, he has a whole life ahead of him. Like, let's just give him another chance, whatever. He only got two years in fucking prison. This girl could have literally died. Well, this isn't Texas, to tell you that much. <laughs> but, I mean, this was 1981, so, I mean, I don't know exactly what the laws were back then, hmm. but still. Um, and then 1994, he killed a woman okay. uh, that he was having an affair with. And he, I don't know exactly what he did with her, but he left her naked body in the woods. Um, I don't know if he, like, did anything with these ladies, like, after they were dead. But, I mean, he had, like, necrophilia or whatever, you know? Yeah. Just people that are just, like, into that. Um, and since there was no evidence that, like, he intended to kill her, he was convicted on manslaughter charges and then in 2007, he was, like, let go again. So that's how he ended up killing Rebecca later on, which was the first So when he story. was caught that time, he killed that lady, right? The one after the 17-year-old? Yeah. So the first time, he tried to kill someone, right? The 17-year-old girl. He, She survived. The second time, he killed another lady that he was having an affair with and then left her naked body out in the woods and then you know he was convicted on manslaughter or whatever and then let out in 2007 and then so how many years was he in jail so then so 1994 he killed that woman okay so 1994 and then he was let out in 2007 so i don't know when Six, exactly he was convicted 13 but, years hmm do you think he was convicted right when he killed her okay like maybe years. a few years later or something i don't know but yeah, so he was let out in 2007, and then later on again, he decided to kill Rebecca, and then he committed suicide in prison. So that was the end of his fucking line of killings. Jesus, well, they should have That arrest. all happened because he was let out multiple fucking times. Twice. Yeah. So those girls, after the first, after the first one survived, he should have just stayed in jail. They should have just kept him there, and those other two females would still be alive today. Yeah. Who knows what else he fucking did? Obviously, something was wrong with him. But you know, if it wasn't for them, we would have nothing to talk about. So, <laughs> bro, why do you have this kidding. fucking? Hey, cut that out, editor. Don't cut it out. This is <laughs> this is his dark humor, okay? I'm the editor, so. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you gotta be honest in the podcast. Hey, why is this in front of the cheap? It's, it's a racist podcast now. Chingala madre. <laughs> so that was my last story, basically. Nice. I always, mean, it's always those. It's always the people that go to church. Yeah. Oh, God. That's why church just gives me like a weird, creepy feeling. Because all those people that like, got something to hide all act time. like they're perfect and stuff. I just want to, like, go to their house and, like, eavesdrop <laughs> on their conversations that they have. No one's perfect, and I think it's the, it's the fact that they try to. Yes, that's what bothers me is the fact that these are people, like, this dude, right? Yeah. He's a freaking pastor. Like, how many people look up to this dude and, like, praise him and say that, you know, he's saying the word of God and blah, blah, blah. Why don't Meanwhile, you be more, why don't you be more like him? It's like, yeah. It's like, what? Dude, you're fucking praising a killer. Yeah. Anyways, I don't trust any of them. <laughs> uh, you know, you gotta be worried about those churchgoers. Yeah, they got some. They all got something got wrong. Something I'm telling you, <laughs> something's not something's not right there. Oh jeez, we're gonna get in trouble. <laughs> um. Anyways, yeah, that was the episode. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed that one. Um, 
yeah thumbs up for black sheep tober comment down below uh let us know if you guys are liking this shit that we got going on here but you know back to normal in november but let's enjoy while we can yeah it's fucking spooky season bro you better feel you gotta go the spooky vibes you gotta go to like a haunted house how can or something you, yeah how can sneak you just into like not i don't like, know like halloween how could you just not like october and like the vibes yeah Unless church, you go, let's go to church. Churchgoers. <laughs> oh, God. Churchgoers are the ones that don't. Well, they're probably not listening to this for sure. Yeah, so fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyways, all right. we're not devil worshippers, all right? <laughs> Melissa is. We're not. Let's freaking cl- let's clear that up right now before people start spreading rumors because that's already been started. Yes. <laughs> fuck it. It's fine. It's fine. We're the it's black okay. sheep. People can say whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, let us know what else you guys want to see. Like we asked you guys in the last video, keep commenting down below any ideas or anything you want us to like Talk react about. to or whatever. Yeah, thanks for listening so much, guys. I really appreciate you guys. I know you guys are showing us love. Thank you so much. I really love you appreciate guys. it. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. This was the black sheep, and I'll see you guys next time. Bye, guys. Peace.